This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Oh, I'm so oh. excited. Oh, my goodness. How are you? I'm doing very well. <laughs> Did you take your medicine today, bitch? What's wrong I with you? My, I, only, I took a little bit of an edible, but... Um, what kind I, of edible do you like? Like a chocolate or a cookie or brownie? What kind of edible is it? Well, they're not... No, I like the small candies because I don't really want to eat all that brownie. I mean, I do want to eat it, but after I have them, but no, just a gummy. Can you give us um, an endorsement of what brand that you yeah, find Yeah, I'm for looking you? at it. It's called Kana, K-A-N-H-A, and they, I don't, you know what, I have always smoked weed since I was like 13. Uh, I prefer to eat it now, and that's a, that it's available, but I never knew anything about weed. I never knew sativa versus indica or cared. I told the drug dealer, I want the strongest kind. (laughs) (laughs) That kush. Yeah, whatever. I mean, now they've got all this hydroponic. But anyway, um, I I was never really... I don't know what the hell hell is hydroponic. I'm so late. Well, hydro is water, so it's a way that they grow it with... uh, that made it extra, extra strong. But there was... Oh. Now, before the edibles, we were getting some actual weed that I would smoke. And maybe it was Kush. Maybe it was hydroponic. But it they it was so strong. And I only... When, because I don't love to smoke weed, uh, I just like to get high. I would take just one hit. Girl, I thought I would be on acid. Like, I wouldn't even consider really? another hit for four hours. So there was a, a, a rumor that they were lacing it with... Um, uh, LSD or something. I don't even know if LSD would Ooh. burn and uh, and and have the same effect. But you know, I was thinking the other day. Um, I mean, because there was a time when I was out in clubs, rambling, uh, drunk. You know, you know, working all uh, three different clubs in one night, snorting coke, taking ecstasy, whatever. I, I I am so horrified. I'm so glad that's pretty much over because i'm so horrified by all this fentanyl laced yeah drugs i mean what kind of an asshole dealer do you have to be to put something in there that would kill them 
Yeah, the, the the fentanyl thing is wild, and I'm happy I don't I I, I, I don't I don't do stuff that will that the uh, uh, fentanyl like I don't do cocaine. I don't do stuff that fentanyl uh, frequents. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, they mix it up with the cocaine, or you yeah. know, what I hear they're doing special K again now. But then I also thought I saw, I I Australia is legalizing. Fentanyl? Mushrooms. No, no. Oh, yes. Oh, let me t- oh, girl, let me tell you something. I found this fucking dispenser in California that has a variety. When I tell you a menu of mushrooms, and, like, they have them all in, like, individual things, and it tells you, like, what's in how many milligrams. Blah, blah, blah. Um, psilocybin is not legal in the state of California, but this dispensary, it's like a, it's, a, it's one of those dispensaries you have to know someone to tell you about it, mm-hmm. and it is everything these motherfucking mushrooms i was in the studio about uh three weeks ago my writing partners and i they came down to la and we wrote like the last three album um three three records for my album mm-hmm. and we did some mushrooms together and it was great they were gab because they were really scared right they were like girl i don't want to do mushrooms i don't want to take some mushrooms and i walk off a building i'm like that is not true like the, i i do not know anyone who has ever done mushrooms or l or 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 acid, and the the government, like, I, I used to see all these old... All well, these now, old, now um, there is a kind of mushroom that will make you walk off the ceiling, and I'd like to give you some. <laughs> to, to, to walk... No, back in the old days, the fear of, of acid, yep, it was on, yep. that you would ju- think you could fly and run out, well, jump true. out your window. That is not true. So we did some <laughs> mushrooms, and they were all they were like, "Oh my god, this is this is not what I expected." I'm like, "Yeah, like it just makes you." I I I describe psilocybin as it makes you like. Well, there are different strains. Like they, like there is weed, and we had one that was specifically for music, and so it gives you like a little synesthesia. You start like seeing um, sound as color, and you just like appreciate like your appreciation for music goes up like a thousand percent, and like like all types of sound just feel really good, and it just really makes you appreciate music and they were really gagged at how fierce it was and that was the day that you helped uh rupaul write responsatranity <laughs> i wonder i wonder if rupaul they should do a musical about rupaul's life and, we, and without you, her music without her music no i had to use her music but you'd be in there because you're such a big part of uh rupaul charles's life um, well, wh- who's? Yes, yes, yes. Well, we're 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 gonna we're gonna get into the headlines as our producer is pushing us in that direction. So, uh, <laughs> d- do you want to say anything before we get to the headlines, Bunny? Uh, no. Has your show opened in Minneapolis? Oh yeah, my show has opened in Minneapolis. We had opening night on on Saturday the fourth, and it was amazing. Um, oh, you canceled. <laughs> no, I did the show, oh, and, and it, it was, was amazing. amazing, buddy. That's why it was amazing, and uh, it was really great. Very, very, very great response. The audience really got into it, and um, I'm having such a great time. If you are in the Midwest area, or you can fly in from not the Midwest area, we have three more performances on the 9th, 11th, and 12th over in Minneapolis, Minnesota, at the Minnesota Opera. Just go to mnopera.org, and you'll see all the details there. Well, I'll be in San Francisco this weekend uh, at Oasis, which I love performing at. And the show is called The Greatest Ho on Earth. It's this (laughs) 
Friday <laughs> and Saturday. And um, I think it's at 7 p.m. Just go to sfoasis.com, I guess. What the theme. And my country cousin, Natalie, is coming on Saturday. Oh. And she's never really seen me perform. Country, country cousin Natalie. Well, she lives in... Um, out, she lives in whatever that wine country, Napa. A Napa, uh, yeah, or Sonoma. Li- one of them. She she married a. Um, she married well. Oh, so do you? Oh, okay. So your cousin Natalie married well. Is she? I mean, if she moved to San Francisco or in that area, she's is she a crazy liberal like you? Are you? Are you the two? Well, you know, you're you're from a whole Quaker uh, family. She no, she's not from that side of the family. She's from my mother's side of the family, oh, and okay. she's a little bit more. She she's from North Carolina, and um, that side of the family was really um, you know interesting and. They, I, I shouldn't go into too much family stuff because it's uh, it's it's fascinating to me. But because um, sometimes yeah. people look at me and think, "What the fuck did that come from?" And so when they actually meet <laughs> my no, when they meet my mother, you know, or somebody that to where they can see that I actually grew up in a house. Oh yeah, people think that you were made in a lab. You don't. You don't <laughs> seem like a real person. Push you on to, online, right? So I anyway. met you, and I still have my doubts. <laughs> well, at any rate, I look forward to uh, San Francisco this weekend, and uh, I don't know where I'm going after that, but we'll we'll discuss it later. Definitely not the news. Did you see the Grammys <laughs> last night? Yes, yes. The Grammys were on and popping on um, on uh, CBS, uh, the Grammys. And it was a very big night. People are saying it's the blackest Grammys we've had in a very long time. Okay. And I'm not sure why. Again, I don't... It has been since, what, high school? Since I've ever watched, like, an award show, like, on TV. I just go on social media, and I see, like, the greatest hits. Like, I see, like, who won the categories you all care about. And I didn't even see any performances. The only performance I know were Lizzo and um, Harry Styles. I don't know who else performed. Uh, yeah. Oh, it was a hip-hop tribute. That's what it was. Honey, Buster Rhymes took that shit from everybody, but Nelly with his cute self and big dick in a tracksuit. <laughs> I mean, who cares about the music? Yeah, he, I saw Nelly was there. Nelly was I saw I knew Nelly was there because Mo Hart did the red carpet at the Grammys and she posted a picture with Nelly and I was like, "Wow, in heels, Nelly and her were the same height." I thought Nelly was going to be one of these like uh uh TV hotties who he looks 6 foot 4 in pictures, but in real life he's like 5 foot 2. He was the same height as Mo Hart in heels and Mo Hart and I are the same height, so that gives me a lot of hope. So he's taller. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. He's mm-hmm. a he's a healthy St. Louis boy. He is. He is. Anyway, um, I thought that was fun. I mean, I, I, so, I, Buster Rhymes killed it though. He did like this fast paced. Yeah, I mean, it was it was absurd. It was. I mean, look. I now at one point this is completely confusing to me. We heard. Um, Yes, by Missy Elliott, and she came from the Paflaniac. She, yeah, and she, she came out, but she's lost like tons of weight, and she had her face covered, and so, and all the dancers were dressed like her. So I was at first, I was thinking, 
when is Missy coming out? And then I realized mm-hmm. that's her in the middle. So I, I don't, I mean, why would you lose all that weight and then cover your face? I don't get that. Well, like her face was covered. Now I'm going to look this up. Her face was covered like for her whole performance. Well, half of it, the like the bottom half of it was, it was kind of like a, you know. Because, you know, you know what it was? Uh, we all know a lot of these motherfuckers are anti-vaxxers. She's probably like, bitch, I'm not fucking around with y'all anti-vaxxing hoes. She's probably, oh, I see the outfit. She's probably like, I'm not, y'all don't like to get vaccinations. That's your business. I'm coming here COVID safe. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I couldn't say but I mean, I think that if she had come out... And everyone knew it was Missy because they didn't announce the different acts, and they had them for, you know, going back forty years. But they didn't, um, they didn't announce the acts. Well, actually, they went back as far as Run DMC. They didn't do, um, like the, sh- huh? Yeah, but they didn't do uh, Sugar Hill Gang, Rappers Delight, or any or or any of that. They did Run DMC was and and Flavor Flav was about as uh, far, or was it Flavor oh, Flav? Flavor Flav was there too. No, is it Flavor Flavor? Was he part of Public Enemy? I don't know. I'm don't get me talking about rap. But anyway, I don't know what I don't. I wish I wish Missy could have had a bigger moment to where it was like. Um, you know, wow, everybody, this is Missy Elliott. And there would have been like a spontaneous, right. can you believe? Because, I mean, the weight loss is shocking. Yeah, it's very shocking. Had I not seen a photo of her, like a studio beauty portrait looking thinner, all, like the neck and the face, I would not, I would have said, I guess they just had dancers do her <laughs> segment because she was, you know, rapping with her mouth covered. Now, I'll tell you one weird thing that I noticed and that I've seen other people notice as well is that I thought it might just be the the, the TV in my hotel. Um, but I saw others mentioning that the sound was poor. The sound was poor at the Grammys? Yeah, and I'm like, so this is the best of the best of the, of the recording artists, and you're going to give us live sound that is, like, muddy with indistinguishable... Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I know J-Lo was there, and now, for a while, everyone was talking about J-Lo doing, like, a Whitney Houston thing. Was this supposed to be at the Grammys? Did, did, did social media pressure J-Lo not to do this Whitney Houston tribute or song? Well, one would hope so if social media wants to maintain any of its validity. Because, honey, J-Lo can't sing her own damn song. She she lip syncs. So, yeah, don't sing a Whitney Houston song. (laughs) Now, Now, everyone knows that you wouldn't be singing it. You don't have that kind of range. Oh, now she doesn't have the not, not bunny uh, uh, evoking Gen Z lingo. She doesn't have the range. <laughs> wow. Uh, um, in, anyway, I I thought. I mean, come on, give me good sounds. You know. Yeah, I agree. There were some very big moments last night. Viola Davis became an EGOT last night after winning a Grammy for um, the storytelling and recording of her memoir, Finding Me, a memoir, mm-hmm. which yes. was very dope. Yes. Um, your favorite, and just um, just in case people are listening from outside the country, an EGOT oh, is yeah. a what is it? It's a Tony, it's an, Emmy, an Oscar, and a yeah, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Okay, so, so she's got an all four. The, yeah, and all okay. four. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, Viola Davis. Um, so like some, I I think uh, well, Whoopi Goldberg is definitely an EGOT. Who else is an EGOT? I believe not Meryl Streep, huh? Um, I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't now. know if she would have an. Some Emmy. famous ones are Tim Rice, John Legend. John Legend is an EGOT. Yeah, 2018. Alan Menken, Jennifer. Oh yeah, Jennifer Hudson just became an EGOT recently too. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, Audrey Hepburn. Uh, Richard Rogers, Helen Mays, Rita Moreno. Yeah, she's an EGOT as well. Um, yeah. Wow. I did not know John Legend was an EGOT. That seems so random. What did he get a Tony for? Uh, I don't remember. Did he Did he write some Probably wrote or, or something? produced something. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. so Honey, those I, those I saw him uh, in Miami one time getting out of a... A limo van with several hot girls staying at my same hotel. Oh, really? And let's just say that uh, <sighs> uh, he, uh, he uh, Nelly on the Grammys was not aroused, but whew, John Legend sure was. <laughs> Well, there's this there's this famous video of him, John Legend, at a show years ago, and he brings some girl on stage, and she starts dancing on him, and like his dick gets a little hard. You can see like John Legend. It's not like a fully erect dick, but it's like a chub. And I was like, it's a thick, it's a thick old chub, honey. I said, oh, right. Okay. So, so he, what's the? That's when then he sings, all of me <laughs> take all. <laughs> ah, all of me and i'll split you in two <laughs> he is so beautiful and him and his beautiful wife chrissy and those fucking kids like john legend is fucking hot chrissy's Ugh. face exploded like madonna's who looked awful what? At the, oh she looks ridiculous chrissy teigen or madonna chrissy no she doesn't she went overboard. I mean, at least she's, you know, um, she always had prominent high cheekbones. But, um, uh, you know, but uh, Madonna is giving you an E.T. phone home. Oh, my God. So, some, somebody tweeted, Madonna looks good for her age. If her age is 2,700-year-old vampire who eats babies and small animals alive. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, people love coming from Madonna, girl. Madonna, listen, if she likes it, I love it. Good for her. Yeah, I mean, I I feel the same way. But I the the look, you know, we're gonna talk about Beyonce's fans being, you know, uh, very gung ho on their diva. Yeah. But um, the Madonna's fans were that of. Um, my generation, although actually my generation is older, so that would be Diana Ross, um, you know, something like that. D Donna Summer, Cher. Um, but anyway, you know, I, I, I think Madonna should do whatever she wants also. But I'd read this article that was like, you know, I have never seen the ageist, uh, you know, stuff about, you know, stu ageist stuff like what's about Madonna. And I'm like, so 
Okay. We, they've what? never seen the ageist stuff about Madonna? What does but, but that mean? The, just if they're snarky and they're bashing her because of her age. Well, no. They're not all bashing her because of their age. They're bashing her because she obviously does not feel good um, getting older and has pumped her face, lips, and cheekbones to where, you know, if you can see her cheekbone from behind her. I mean, she was always pretty, and I don't know if she had little tune-ups done over the years. Um, I mean, most do, um, even the gorgeous, gorgeous J-Lo. Uh, but she never changed her features. She mm -hmm. never changed her um, her cheeks or her uh, lips. You know, she just went with what she had and would do a different... So, at any rate, I... I I, I think Madonna's the one that has problems with herself being old, but it's, don't ask me how I know, it's difficult to be known for your beauty and sex appeal and youth. <laughs> no, because when the youth... You can ask me, Bunny, I'll tell you. <laughs> when the youth fades, um, you know, part of the reason why people liked you is gone. And also the kind of people who liked Madonna, some of them liked her because she was so fierce. You know, they may not necessarily be music heads or they liked her music pretty much or, you know, whatever, but but they but they, you know, it's there's there's a certain type that are like, oh no, I you know, I've always loved Madonna, but now that she she's looking old or her arms looking wiry, and you know, she's a Leo, like me, sometimes we, we our bark is louder than our bite, and we're actually very sensitive. So it seems to me that she is the one who cannot take, you know, getting older, and it's possibly due to the snark from her own fans. But then there's others that will defend her. As you say, it's her face, but um, there's also something that we know about Michael Jackson, that we know about Lisa Rinna, to where... Stars are celeb. Uh, 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 they're surrounded by yes people, and see, I didn't say yes men. See, I'm being I'm being gender non-specific. So, so they so they have yes people around them, uh, you know, to do any to never question them. They get if they question them, they get fired, and then they've got surgeons who they can pay any amount of money to keep doing these procedures. Madonna looks ghastly. It's I just, mean, but that's your opinion, though. Also, it's, like, a lot, I it's think, in a lot of people's opinion. I mean, they're they're sharing. Well, so, but people have opinions about Madonna's face. If if Madonna likes looking that way, why do we care? If Madonna wants to look like to in everyone else's perception, warped, whatever, why do we care? She's waking up in the morning looking at her mirror like, bitch, I look, I like how I look. I like my ass. I like my face. I like my cheekbones. She doesn't care. Why do we care? Uh, I think she does care. I think she is is trying to hide her age and, and, you know, whatever she's doing, whether you like it or not, she's not aging gracefully. She now looks Asian. I mean, I think that... To your point, I said when when you when you do a lot of these surgeries, you you do a little threshold that you may be a little uh, unrecognizable to old pictures of yourself, and it, it is a difference. But I think also Madonna's like, oh yeah, I see that and and work. I I look young. I think I look I I think I like how I look. So I don't. And Madonna has always been. A, I don't give a fuck what people think. Like she was I always think, pushing boundaries. She was always. I think this is totally the opposite. I think she cares. 
what people think, and she's desperately trying to, to, you know, recapture her youth, and there's no one to tell her no, so, I mean, it's quite freakish. I mean, you're being very diplomatic, but it's certainly, you know that the mm. word is out there that she looks um, terrible. I know I people say that, but I, I, and I know that people do say that, but I, I as someone who who's an advocate for plastic surgery, I think people should get as much or as little plastic surgery as they want. Live your life. You only have one fucking life to live. Who cares? And yes, Madonna may look a little different, but I think that when Madonna wakes up, she looks in the mirror and she's like, I like how this looks. She's like, I know that I, I know it's not how it used to look 40 years ago. I've been, I've been, I've, I have 40 decades worth, I mean 40, four decades worth of music. I know it's not exactly how it looked in um, 1983, but so what? I don't, I, I don't give, I, I like it. Okay, well, that may be what she's thinking, but she also may be thinking, um, you know, I don't like being laughed at and mocked. But she, Madonna puts herself out there. Madonna is going, Madonna is posting these, these, these Instagram real videos. Madonna is going on Terry Joe's TikTok Live with her. Um, it looking like w- without all these cameras and stuff, just her iPhone, like she is putting herself out there to be observed. So if she was one of those celebrities like Selena Gomez, who did not want the that attention, then they wouldn't get it. But Madonna is actively putting herself in like trendy places on the internet, like on TikTok, with people like Terry Joe intentionally. Yeah, but maybe that just means that she hasn't had a hit in a long time and she's desperate. I mean, look at Britney with smeared eye makeup. And 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 dancing around, looking crazy. I mean, you know, this is this is like a real desperation. It's like when what you do, you know, when when you need the attention. But Britney doesn't need Britney. Britney doesn't need the. the I think Britney is of doing it of her own fruition. This girl has been through all this crazy stuff, and she's like, "Bitch, how, how old is Britney now?" Britney's like forty five or forty. She's like, at this point in my life, bitch, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna get on my phone in my living room in my panties and my bra and my smeared makeup, eye makeup, wherever, wherever she may be mentally with um mental illness, whatever it is. She's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm doing me, and people can say what they want. I don't care. Well, she did give I, a fuck though because she kind of disabled the you know comments and it's like look it's a different situation people are mean people are mean but that's why we go online for snark and you know comedians are, are mean and whatever but the, the don't you think that for someone who was in a conservatorship to mm-hmm. be out there looking kind of crazy i mean she was holding up an apple by her head in one picture and i was like i just don't get it i don't i, I don't i don't know what is going on but to be fair, we don't know what Britney, again, we don't know where, what medicines Britney takes, whatever. And I think that just like you and I, or, well, I, I'm not going to say you because you clearly are not aware of all your faculties. But just like <laughs> you and I have the liberty and freedom to go to just take our iPhones right now and you can tweet whatever you want. I can tweet whatever I want. I can post whatever picture I want. Just, just, just because Britney may not be in the same mental space doesn't mean that she cannot be afforded the same, the same luxuries of doing those things too. Now, they might not be what oh, you honey, would post. I, I, no, I'm not. Not trying to say she shouldn't be able to do them, but what it looks like to a lot of people, including me, who isn't really that interested, is that she's melting down, and 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 that it is very very unfortunate. I mean, I disagree. I think that since the ending of her conservatorship and something she said publicly, to me, she sounds more with her faculties. Like when she's talking about her kid and like all that stuff going on with her, with with her sons, she sounded fully aware of everything she was saying. She sounded so clear. Okay. Well, she sometimes people who are clear uh, at some points take 
stuff that makes them less clear at other points. Y- yeah, you, that like, you are Like uh, mushrooms that you write music to <laughs> and edibles that I nibbled before this podcast. Nibble, bitch, swallow, girl. Okay, well, you know. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Madonna introduced uh, Kim Petras and Sam Smith. And they won for their for a best pop duo and group for their song Unholy, which makes Kim Petras becomes the first transgender person to win in this category. Yes. And, and also, Honey Dijon, um, a New York City who now lives in Brook, uh, Berlin. Chicago. Uh, oh, she was in no, Berlin? She's from Chicago, but she lived in New York for many years, and it was a great person. Um, produced something, and so she won an... A, 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 she won the other trans. Uh, oh, okay, I didn't know that. And yeah. then Kim Petras tweeted after that. Oh my God, I'm a tranny with a Grammy. Yeah, da, she was. Da, if da. she was with me, she would say I'm a tranny with a granny. She says she yeah. was with a Grammy because she just just won one. Well, you know, I, I've always, I, I love that because it shows that, um, you know, she's a trans person. You know, successful role model, and that she's kind of having fun with a harmless rhyme but many people would say that you know even a trans person shouldn't say tranny even though i know trans people that have said that for so long you know that 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 that, that maybe i don't know so they say that to black people too there's black people think oh black people shouldn't say the n-word bitch fuck you i'll say whatever i want go ahead right i mean well uh, yeah i mean that's it's it's just it's uh, i mean Gottmik, for example says i don't care whether you call me he or she and um, right. and a lot of trans people have a wicked sense of humor. And before the end of the tour that I went on with Comic, I was going to the stage, and it was like the second, last number in the second show that we had done. And um, she busts, he busts, well, she doesn't care, so it doesn't matter. He busts out of the um, trailer that he's in, dressing room trailer, and said, get on the stage, fag. <laughs> and it was just so perfect because we were all tired. And, you know, I just thought, I mean, I, I love that she has, uh, he has the freedom to, uh, to, to say stuff like that. But I thought Kim was really good on stage. She was also really good uh, in another award ceremony. Was it the Grammys already last year when she put out Throat Goat? Uh, um, her, her album Slut Pop. Yeah, I don't know if she was performing stuff from that, but they kind of put her on the uh, on the side stage. Yeah, we talked about the Grammys that year, and I was so uh, mental that I um, I watched the other Grammys, the ones that no one cares about. But they had it was Saucy Santana was out on that little auxiliary stage, stage with Kim, yeah. and so at least she got on the big stage, and she's she's a good performer. I thought yeah. Sam seemed a little uh, stiff. Oh, uh, Sam Smith? Yeah. I didn't see the performance. I didn't even know. Well, I, you know, I I um I guess this song is called 
hyper pop. Yeah. I don't Which know. I don't know what that means. Well, it's a tech heavy. They they did a shout out to Sophie, a UK trans woman who passed away, um, who was considered one of the geniuses of hyper pop. But it's it, now. Let me tell you one thing, and why I never really looked into it. It it, it rarely has any soul, and um, you know it's. Uh, you know, it's it's a trendy new thing. I mean, I don't know what the big hits of hyperpop would be, but this is considered, this song is considered like the coming of age or the gentrification of hyperpop. Unholy, that song. Gentrification and, of hyperpop. I, don't, I, I okay. mean, just it, like it, it's gone away from its funkier roots. I don't mean funky because it's not funky. Um, it's gone away from its uh, more authentic roots. And now Unholy is a pop song that is hyperpop based. And um, I think, I, I have to say, listen, Violet Chachki was there. Uh, Gottmik was, and was got there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, I think they're in the music video. They are, they are. Yeah, yeah. and um, the music video is certainly uh, something to sing. Uh, if if you live under a rock and have not heard it, it's about uh, well, the video is about a straight laced guy going to see a hooker who ends up being trans. Oh, I didn't see the video. Interesting. Yeah, and so it's like this. This uh, it's 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 an interesting video. But I have to tell you, I know I'm supposed to be feel good that I'm represented, and <laughs> all this. I would rather be represented. I, I would be more as a music lover. I would be more represented um, as a music lover than as a gay drag queen. <laughs> Then then as a drag queen, that I would be by that song and Sam Smith uh, doing it because it is just it's 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 just it's they're trying to give Sam Smith an image that I don't think a lot of people are seeing him have. Now that song is what? Okay, so when he started off, he was a voice, the voice Uh of Latch, which Disclosure Uh produced. They released it. It was so good. And then he had that massive uh, ballad, Stay With Me. Yeah. Okay, both songs are full of yearning, soulful, bending notes. Um, And then Unholy, the, 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 the hook is... I mean, it's just like, oh, it's like, you know, staccato and there's no like held notes or anything. So give that song to Sierra. She can't sing like you. Don't, you know, they're trying to make him everybody's pop diva and give him all these, you know, looks. I preferred it when it was just a voice. Well, see, but I, I disagree. I feel like artists get artists have artists can grow and change and do different stuff. Yes, Dan Smith put those records out and he enjoyed doing them, but he's also how old is this motherfucker? Sam Smith is probably not more than thirty. I know he's not more than thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So like well, I, this, like he, like he, he, he reserves the right to try doing pop songs. Maybe, maybe Samson put those songs out early before and he liked that. But now he's in a place where he wants to make more clubby dancing stuff. You know what I mean? I think that he's just trying to like try different things. And who knows? In two years, he might go back to doing more ballad type songs. But he's just trying to like see what else he likes and make music representative of what he maybe listens to at the gym or what he listens to in his everyday. He, he don't go to the gym, honey. Oh, oh my God! There are videos. <laughs> there are pictures of Sam Neither Smith like I. out. There are pictures and videos of Sam Smith like out in the club in L.A. Sometimes like out of the Abbey dancing. So like maybe he wants to make maybe he wants to be like Lady Bunny and stumble into the monster at ten o'clock on a Sunday night and dance around. And he likes so he wants to sing to some pop music doing that or listen to uh, himself. Okay, so why not sing with a wonderful? Uh, I mean, Latch was a dance song. I listen. I'm not trying to say that he or Madonna or Britney can't do what they want to do in terms of music. I'm just saying his voice was a great fit, according to my ear, mm -hmm. um, when he was singing out. I, I, I think his a voice like his, you know, which a lot of people love, is totally wasted on da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. What is that, like three notes? You know, I mean, hit a high note, you know, uh, hold a note, give me something less monotonous. And I just think that anyone that can't sing can do that. So in my opinion, his voice is wasted on that. But what do I know? It was number one on Apple Music. And he's, he's, he just won a Grammy for it. So well, I think that, he just I mean, tries to vote. But that doesn't mean that that it's it's a lot of things. A commercial success, yeah. yeah well, no, it is a commercial success, but but I, it it was number one. But I just I, you know, hey, I, I hope he gets back to the stuff that I think his voice is better suited for. I'm sure he doesn't care what I think, but um, I mean, the biggest moment of the night was um, well, fans are making it this now the showdown of Beyonce versus over uh, over Harry Styles because the big award of the night, everyone knows, is album of the year. To which, um, who was in the category? It was Beyonce, Lizzo. it was Adele, Lizzo, Harry Styles. And I think those were the four most notable ones, like the big ones, right? It, it went to Harry Styles, and um, the fans, now people are online getting upset. I, sh I, should, I should preface this by saying Beyonce made history last night as becoming the most, um, the most winning and the most nominated artist in Grammy history. <laughs> which is a very big feat. Shoutouts, kudos to motherfucking Beyonce, who is, as Lizzo quoted, the artist of our, of, of our lives. And I, that may not be true for you. Beyonce is absolutely the artist of my life. I fucking love this bitch. And I know we haven't seen people react to an artist like they used to do MJ. Like Michael Jackson would go somewhere and people would literally faint, pass out, combust, hyperventilate, vomit, shit, poop on themselves oh, because Michael keep Jackson talking, keep talking I'm about to come <laughs> because Michael Jackson would just like be in their in their vicinity right but in my humble opinion I genuinely think Beyonce is of that note and I think that she deserves um being having the most Grammy wins of all time and um she won she won three different categories she won uh what did she win Jay she won Best Dance Electric. She won Best Dance Song. She won uh, Something of the Year and something else. And um, But she did not win the big one of the year, which is Album of the Year, which for the past four years, she's been snubbed. She was snubbed by... <laughs> Um, she was snubbed by Taylor Swift that year. Then it was by Brink or, or Drink. Blink 160 or something? 
No, Jay, who's the artist that's not snubbed by? The white guy. Some white dude. And then she was snubbed by Adele. And then this, Beck. And then she was snubbed by, um, okay. So Beyonce lost. Let me not say snub. Beyonce lost first to Taylor Swift. Then she lost to Beck. Then she lost to Adele um, in the pandemic year. And then this year she lost to Harry Styles. And then so there's an, this all this whole thing. People are saying, well, it is racist that Beyonce lost to Harry Styles, which I don't agree with. I do not think it's a race thing. I really, really, genuinely do not think so. But people are making it into a race war. Do you agree? <laughs> do I think it's a race? war um i think oh this is where okay so i was chatty about the grant the grammys earlier i am such a weird faggot because i have never wanted to say to anyone patty labelle is better than madonna you know, I've never wanted to, to to but but this is this is like back in the day it would happen sometimes like oh no Donna Summer is better than Diana Ross and so I'm like you enjoy your music I'll enjoy my music I don't need to be validated by you I don't need to uh, because there's so much music that has never been nominated for awards that I think is absolutely genius I don't need to be valid- validated by any uh, Gram- how many Grammys somebody has, or if they have any? Like I say, most people wouldn't wouldn't even be. You know, people argue over the Oscars online all the time, and they admit in their posts that they never even saw the movie. They just right. like Meryl Streep or whoever. Why does it have to be an either or? Why does it have to be? No, mine is the best well, because it's really. It could well, they, they are awards. You're 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 awarding the best. Okay, but so is the. Uh, uh, I mean, a toy in a in a a, a, a a. But no, we're awarding the what the the NARA says is the best by whatever uh, means of voting that they have. You know, I, I mean. Okay, funny you say that. Let me. This is this is the criteria for it. So to win album to win album of the year, according to the Recording Artist Official Awards Department guidelines, re- records must contain at least five different tracks and a total playing time of fifteen minutes, or a total playing time of at least thirty minutes with no track, um, with no minimum track requirement. Okay, voters in this category are expected to consider the quality and artistry of the collection of tracks as a whole. And this Grammy is awarded to any artist, featured artist, songwriter, or new material producer. Blah, 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 blah. So they're looking for the quality and artistry. So, under, right, of but, the but who are the who are the um, the, the voters? And why there should I trust people, them? Yeah. I don't need yeah. I don't need to know what their consensus is. So I certainly don't care. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I, I'll tell you the truth. I play your song there for you <laughs> whenever I DJ, <laughs> and you know, I'll t- I don't think yes. I told you this. Uh, but um, I'm your favorite I did, artist. N- no, but I, that's a, one. Of, uh, that is one of the best uh, songs to come off of a drag race, race queen. So I was working on a Tommy Hilfiger uh, campaign because I'm a sixty-year-old mm-hmm. plus size model. And uh, John, no, uh, what is his name? The guy from New Orleans. He's quite nice looking, black guy. Maybe short dreads. You know, he's like a jazz, like 
No, no, no. He's not rap at all. He's um. Oh, uh, oh it's John J O N Baptiste. Ba- Baptiste, uh, you know him. He's he's huge. Anyway, um, his assist. I played that record at the shoot, mm-hmm. and um, and you know who else was there? Was that fool from the that um in the Heights? Oh, girl. Uh, um, Lin Manuel Miranda. No, darling, the hot one that starred in it, who I got to lay oh. down with in proposition. Oh, Anthony oh! Anthony Ramos. Oh, girl, he's so beautiful. Oh my God, and uh, and so the uh, John Batiste's assistant, a little black queen, came up and uh, was like um, doing shazamming there for you. Oh. And uh and, and I saw him and he kinda like did a he said, he said, what is this? I said, this is Bonet Exchange. Oh wow. Thank so you, Bunny, for playing I, my music. No, I would to me, that song is more deserving of a Grammy than what any of those voters were. Did you see the part where they uh, no uh Jay might know this, uh, but they, they had like a part that I've never seen before where they like cut to different um, types of voters all like talking about it, and one was like a a, a queenie a gay who wanted Abba to win. <laughs> you wanted Abba to win album of the year. But he wanted them to win, yes, and 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 so and then like a, a you know an older probably my age a mousy woman wanted Harry Styles to win, so um, uh, the MC let uh, her do the announcement for album of the year a black woman wanted someone else they had someone who was in a wheelchair and you know two or three other people and i I was like i don't even know what they're doing is this are these like sample voters i don't know who they are i don't i mean you really i mean look don't take away my gay card but you wanted i mean i don't even think abba fans liked the last album so is this the quality were these voters who they spotlighted i mean because what i i i i'm not really interested in their uh in in their definition of artistry (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i I mean i I don't personally know any any um, recording academy people i may but they have never uh, identified themselves to me so i'm sure it's an eclectic group of people who choose this stuff and again had it been me voting i i I just i i listened to both albums and i just personally think that renaissance is a more superior album but again that's me right for 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 what i like and my taste and my things but apparently more people who listening who listened thought it was it was harry styles so again it is all subjective you choose what would you like and that's what uh it it is interesting though can i I suggest one thing so Mm -hmm. when when you go to the glammy awards or Mm -hmm. the oscar awards or the grammy awards or whatever this is an industry shindig. You make more money if your Oscar-winning film that you directed, you get more money next picture. You get more money as an actress. You you get you can say you can be introduced for the rest of your life as Grammy Award-winning, you know, so and so, and get a higher fee. This is how they get the stars to come out with all these, you know, uh, you know even if they don't win anything, they can have the winning uh, outfit, and uh, you know, it just becomes a big. 
spectacle, but th- none of them are, are 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 getting paid, and they're they're yeah. they're playing the game. They're they, I mean they they know what they're supposed to do. They know the cameras on them. I saw Jay Z, you know, cheering for something. LL Cool J was saying, who I would love to drop down on my knees and suck to the ground like an undercover clown. But um, oh but so, so, Jay, they cut to Jay Z and. Uh, I mean, he was like, like almost like raging, like with with happiness over something that was kind of just like, "Hey, good evening." <laughs> you know, so they know they're on camera. You know, there's all these little mini tiffs about, you know, oh, what was Taylor Swift's reaction when, uh, yeah. you know, uh, um, you know, she uh, saw that Harry Styles. Well, I'm like, so you're not you're trying to go beyond Beyonce getting snubbed. <laughs> But 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 Lizzo, whether she likes Beyonce or not, realizes that she took a prestigious award, um, in some people's eyes, that people thought Beyonce should get, and that um, you right. know maybe she had to take it easy because Beyonce's fans heckled Harry Styles and yelled out Beyonce, and Beyonce should have went with one. And who did that a few years ago when Taylor Swift won, and people thought uh, that's what uh, everyone hates him now, Kanye West. Uh, does so uh, with Taylor Swift and said, "Let me. What was it? What did he say? Hold on a minute. Let me s- interrupt for a minute." Yeah, I'm, I'm a, Taylor. I'm gonna let you finish. Yes, but Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. So, so now are Beyonce fans on par with uh, with um, Kanye or Yeezer right. or whatever it is today? Yay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't. I, I I don't think it's race. I don't think this is racially charged. I think that. You know, be, the Beehive, Beyonce fans are known for being, I mean, when she did uh, Becky with the good hair, they thought she was talking about that one white lady. They, like, ruined her life. She had to, like, leave the internet because the Beehive fucking bullied this lady into submission. She had to go into, like, the witness fucking protection program. Mm. So, you know, I also think, I, th- I also think people are being a little hyperbolic. I think people are just being, are making memes and being, I've seen those memes too. It's like, they take, they, they're taking that, that thing of Connie from that year and and they were like, and they 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 post that quote from Avatar: The Last Airbender. When the world needed him most, he vanished. So I've seen that too. But I think they're just being silly and doing memes. I don't think they're legit saying, "Bro, Kanye is okay. Bring him back." <laughs> yeah. Everyone should know. Also, our producer Jay, he is a stylist. Like he is a diehard uh, Harry Styles fan. He literally would fucking go to Harry Styles concert and throw his panties at Harry's face. He is a stylist down. No, he he's lying. He did not say he liked Beyonce. You said you like Harry. I did not hear you say you like Beyonce. When did you say that? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He does. He loves Beyonce as well. I, I just, you know, as someone who... I'm not saying I'm the Hates best. Hates everyone? Yeah, that too. As someone who is paid to go around and evaluate, you know, you know, dance music, I just, I don't understand. Different people like different stuff. I mean, I don't understand why. Bunny, people... why do you hate black women? Why do you hate black women? I don't. That's, that's, Can you answer that, that question? That's the, that's the one. That's the one who I would want to win every one of the Grammys if I cared. <laughs> I mean, that's what's filling up my uh, iTunes besides Leonard Skinnerd. 
Oh my god! Wait, we never talked because when when the album first came out, you hadn't listened to the whole thing. Did you? Do you like Lemonade? I mean, Lemonade. Do you like Renaissance? Well, I did call out Cuff It was going to be the hit. You did, if you recall. You did. Um, I, I love Cuff It. I listen now. Rogers got an award uh, for you that did, for Cuff It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, someone I, I, I know won T.S. one, and I still don't care. I hope T.S. She- Madison. Is T.S. Madison won a Grammy? Bitch, we would know. I think she said she was grateful to be a part of a Grammy-nominated album. Right, right. Um, yeah. yeah, I, I, when it gets into like, I mean, it's obviously as someone who doesn't even care about, you know, who wins. Like, so I, I, I don't have, I, I just don't have that competitiveness in me. I mean, you know, I, the, the fans are so mean to each other. I mean, like, anyone that works with Dr. Luke is going to be pounced on by Kesha fans. One time mm-hmm. Lizzo re-released uh, I think it was Good as Hell with Ariana singing on it, and the Ariana people didn't um didn't think that uh, the picture of Ariana on the single cover was big enough. And so they were having Lizzo, hashtag Lizzo is over party. I mean, people, why are you so wrapped up in this? Are, is, I, I, I just, I mean, it's, Jay and I were talking about, you know, uh, how this sometimes happened with drag race queens and their fans or you know uh, Marsha 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 happening right now what what kind of small mind do, I mean d- don't don't get me wrong there are artists that can make me cry that are the soundtrack of Nile Rodgers glad to see him recognized again for Cuff It um, I mean that, the tears that have come out of my eyes listening to his music listening to Patti LaBelle's music that fool has cancer and is still going and is still getting sampled by everything and you know who wants you know why I love him so much because nobody is making the music today that they're going to sample down the line like Nile fucking Rogers they've taken they've taken dozens even Rapper's Delight was a sample of good times um you know um Mo Money Mo Problems was Diana Ross's I'm Coming Out I use yeah. that as my intro music. So um, I, I just don't, I, I'm fine, Monet, if you say I worship Beyonce or if Shangela says I will drop to my knees, I worship her so much. That doesn't bother me. I'm not right. going to argue just because I like some of Beyonce's songs and not, or because I think my diva is better. I I don't get that. It seems to be, I don't know if it's because, you know, most of the people I follow are in the community, but it does seem to be like a, oh, my diva versus your diva. I remember when Gaga came out, some of the Britney fans were like, "Mm, she's not pretty and she can sing. (laughs) And I was like, what? Meanwhile, Gaga literally ushered a new way of, uh, in terms of aesthetically, a new like a new type of pop like like there there is the, i remember i saw this picture this like little pop timeline or whatever and there's this like harsh jump like after gaga came out in 2008 like the style and uh uh the aesthetic of pop music literally changed after gaga in 2008 it's such a and i never picked up on it because in 2008 what i was uh 18 i, I you know what not Me really paying too. attention to, to Me like too. <laughs> 
I wasn't paying attention like that. I was like, oh shit. I didn't realize how aesthetically influential Gaga was. Yeah. I have a theory that we live through these artists. I mean, you should see the gays my age on Feces book. And like I say, they don't even have, they have, you know, this is not the time when we used to see pretty much all of the movies in a genre that came out that year. I mean, but it is so intense. The, the, the things that people say, I mean, I, I just, I don't know why it's so, why they live through it so much. And, and I, even though I don't, uh, I only brief, briefly had an office job. I understand that there is a, a water job. Oh, when I first moved here, I, I worked for a publisher with my sister. I'll tell you the story one day. Um, they fired me right before I could have get benefits. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. It was, uh, but anyway, I, I just don't understand why why they have to live through it and get so involved with it that they're talking about that they that they I mean they know who votes on this now see here's where it would be a race issue and here's where I think it's great that black artists are being recognized I I don't know the history of the Grammys and all the awards but clearly I'll bet well, I mean, I know, we know black people weren't getting as many movie roles at one point. So to see them not only get them, but to win mm-hmm. uh, plum roles and be awarded, that I can see as progress, you know, as as something beyond just, you know, oh, another historic first. Because, you know, like you said, this makes Beyonce win the, the, the most Grammys, you know, ever. And uh, that doesn't mean that I like Listen anymore. Does you like Listen? The song Listen, that horrible ballad. You know, it's <sighs> like, you know, I mean, yeah, it, yeah, it is a first, but this is, you know, I'm always trying to connect things. But when I see, especially gay people, like living through the, the challenges of drag race, and I'm not saying I don't want them to enjoy the show, but when they get so mean about it, like as if, they, this is what it is, and I knew this from coming up with Madonna. They saw Madonna use homoerotic imagery in her sex book. She was the biggest mm. pop star at the time, and it made them feel accepted by the top recording artist, um, when not everyone was being so open about their queer base as Beyonce was last night. So um, when you when you feel that intertwined with a celebrity, a, an insult to them is an insult to you. Except here's the the catch. It's not an insult to you. And somebody else just feels differently about her. You know, somebody thinks Madonna's face looks beautiful. I'll tell you this. She doesn't look old. But um, some people think she looks like she's gone overboard with the surgery. But I, when I see the number of posts and the number of articles, I'm like, if we could care about climate change, affordable insurance, any of the bullshit that we go on about. I mean, if we could apply any, are we just, I'm 60, so I'm, I'm not as twinkish or shallow as I was. So I used to be able to get into this, even though I never really, but I'm like, 
could we focus on some, you know, these are, I, I, I just, I, I wonder about that. You know, I mean, because there's a big thing that will push the representation. Clearly, I'm in the, the one of the communities that needs to be um, represented more. Uh, but um, pedophile. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the, <laughs> but I, I think that this focus on uh, representation is sometimes being taken too far and above and beyond what it actually it represents. It represents something like Obama making uh people who are of color think I could become president or, you know, Hillary Clinton almost becoming president thinking, you know, that a woman could break that glass ceiling. But sometimes the, this representation thing is used in a way that I don't like because while yes, I am glad that someone is talented and not a sellout, as you know, as as Viola Davis would become the, a coveted Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony, you know, thing. But at the same time, and so and so, yeah, there probably hasn't been that many uh, or any black women to do it. And I know Lizzo was the first uh, black woman to win the uh, the best. Was it the best record or album? What did she get? Uh, she got a record of the year. So I think yeah, no, nope. yeah, record of the year, yeah, right. So. These are pluses. I will never say that they're not. And I cannot say what they mean to other people. But mm -hmm. when we need a $15 minimum wage and canceling student debt and all of the stuff that disproportionately affects black women, I'm asking this. Viola Davis is already rich. Uh, you know, I'd like to see, you know, so I'm, so I'm glad that the, her EGOT status will cheer people up, but what would cheer them up more than, you know, a chicken in every pot, um, not having to scrimp and save, you know, I just, or, or not having to worry about, uh, you know, someone like Tyree Nichols being killed by police, you know, I mean, I, I just think that there's so many things that we, that we grab onto so tightly, and I think the media encourages it because it's all fairly uh, shallow. And I just think if we could, if we could come together, say, "Mama, what's important to you? What's important to you? Let's work on it." I think we could actually solve some problems which are not solved well, the by the fun representation, which I'm not saying is not meaningful because I'm not in a community. Uh, I'm in the white community. You know, I'm in the male community technically. So, you know, I was always represented. Well, the problem is this is an American problem. Like all these things that you complained about, these are problems that we have in America that they don't have in places like Sweden, like these, like these other countries. Well, they like, don't have black uh, people in Sweden. <laughs> they don't have black people in Sweden, but they have things like black like Medicare for all. They have like all these things. A, 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 a lot of these, a lot of these uh, um, issues that you're Socialist talking about. Socialist leaning. They, 
policies. Right. They, 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 they have this stuff. So I think that Americans, maybe there is some correlation to Americans being so caught up with all this. I mean, and, and but it's not just Americans because this is the world. The world watches the Grammys, right? Whereas the world is not watching the Olivier's in in the UK, but the world is watching the Tony. So I, th- I do think it's a little, it's, it is a little different that way. But maybe there is some correlation to the how we're so wrapped up in all this stuff. And at the same time, we're suffering in all these other areas like police brutality, like no Medicare, like um, like hunger here in America. Maybe there is a correlation well, that we wanna, can be better. Yeah, I don't want to rain on anyone's escapism. And I'm not saying that everyone's every moment should be filled with deep meaning and causes, especially if you're young. I wasn't politically active until I was 40. And now you're politically overactive. That's overactive, right. honey. That's right. But I just, I just, you know, for the for for the people on the left who are saying, this is so great because it's a black woman getting this and it's a first. Beyonce the first. This is this was the, the, the blackest, you know, Grammy ever. I just I would love to to say Many more black people can afford to go to college. Uh, black people are no longer getting taking the brunt of COVID severe illnesses sometimes because they uh, do not have uh, uh, even a primary care physician. You know, mm-hmm. Mona Foote, uh, you know, black drag queen from New York who passed away very early from COVID, you know, was told she did not have insurance. She uh, was diagnosed with COVID. This was very early on before there was a vaccine or anything. And what they would tell you at that point is go home. And if you start like <laughs> come to the emergency room. Mm-hmm. So I just think that there are, I mean, I saw a little CBS clip on redlining which is when they discriminate against housing against uh, black people, even if they have the same credit rating as the oh, white yeah, it's people. Crazy. So, well, let's not talk about even how 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 the fucking credit card bureau is a fucking farce. And well, the, I, I, I bet you they sponsor the Grammys and the Oscars. Probably. Don't even get me started <laughs> on how having good credit is such a stupid fucking concept in this country, and how it was it was it was it was it was made to fucking leave a lot a lot of people back. Don't even get me the fuck started on that bullshit. Well, I, anyway, I, I actually not that I'm the most solvent person at all times, but I got my credit cards late because when I went uh, when I had a debit card, like in it went it was called a debit card when I was young. <laughs> it was it was I don't know what it was called. It was, I don't think it was a card. Anyway, uh, I I took all my friends out to eat dinner and bought all these clothes. <laughs> And did and did an overdraft, so I was I was withdrawing money that I didn't actually have, and uh, I had to work at a hideous Southern department store. <laughs> department stores is uh, glamorizing, like a Macy's think, or a Sears. No, like a Kmart or a Walmart. That so is not it, a department. I guess it is a department store. It, it's called Zaire, and uh, it, I, I kept my name tag in case I ever get too big for my britches. I can look at that Zaire name tag. <laughs> and, and the <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. So yes. Uh anyway. Uh, yeah. Well, Bunny, I think we have spent all our time talking about the Grammys, which means next week we really should uh talk about um the other things, but we are over an hour. Okay. 
Um, but I didn't, you know, I thought that you being inebriated would uh halt productivity here but you know what as per usual you really make it it makes you a better co-host and i'm very happy when you're high i wasn't high last week and everyone said that i was (laughs) i actually i wasn't i'm not i wasn't oh well so no this week i am (laughs) (laughs) hey and weed sponsors fuck laganja honey I okay. know, get Lady yeah, Bunny. But, uh, I'll take the weed sponsors. Monet wants the, the hard shit. She's into illegal <laughs> oh psilocybin. Uh, psilocybin. And, and Australia's also going to legalize MDNA, which is not the terrible Madonna That's album ecstasy. that didn't sell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. Yeah, people making fun of me. Watch. Psilocybin, just like weed got legalized here in many states, psilocybin is going to is is be the new thing. It is going to be the new frontier. And people are going to be fucking mega kajillionaires off of psilocybin watch mark my words well they're gonna be they're 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 getting rich off the weed in in colorado um they're paying them the weed is making them so much money that they've lowered the taxes i know like, we should <laughs> fucking do that uh, nationwide anyway that's a whole nother topic okay. lady money you have a good rest of your week i'll talk to you soon bye bye Guys, I will be at San Francisco's Oasis Friday and Saturday, the 10th and 11th, doing my new one-woman show, The Greatest Ho on Earth. Check out sfoasis.com. Um, and I am still here in Minnesota, y'all, freezing my tits off. So come see me sing beautifully at the opera um, on the 9th. 11th and 12th of this week. It's almost done, girl. Come out and see it. And Bomo Beauty is officially available wherever you buy your makeup. Just kidding. It's only available on our website, bomobeauty.com. So get me and Bob's first little palette into the beauty industry. It's fierce. And listen, it's so good, it can make Lady Bunny look beautiful. Okay? Now that is a testimonial that you guys needed to hear. Oh. But... <laughs> I am very, very. How did you come up with the name Bomo? It's so uh, feminine Chic. and glamorous. Uh huh, Bomo. Bomo. Bomo beauty. It yeah. It just... Put your Bomo on, hobo. Put your. <laughs> bozo. It rolls off the tongue. Why not Bozo? Because you're you're doing that one, right? Ooh. You and Bianca, your line of Bozo beauty. <laughs> I will suggest. Now, that bitch's makeup looked beautiful on the pit stop the other day with Mariah. And, girl, you don't ever want to sit next to Mariah. That thing is so so gorgeous. Podcast Network.